welcome back to Excuse, Excuse My, My Friend. Friend. I'm Alexis. I'm Julia. Before we get started and before we start this amazing episode with our amazing guest, if you know, you know we love Shein, baby. And most of our clothes and accessories and shoes are from Shein. But with the changing trends and our change of taste, finding new homes for pieces we don't wear anymore seem like the responsible option. Shein Exchange is a community where you can give your pre-loved Shein clothes the chance for a new life while making others' pre-loved pieces your own. Not only can you make money, you're contributing to a circulating fashion movement that reduces waste and is better for our planet. Because let's face it, as much as we all love expressing ourselves through fashion, we can't keep making new stuff infinitely and throwing it out when we're done. It's just not sustainable. So meet you at Shein Exchange, the place to sell or buy pre-loved Shein products in a few easy steps. (laughs) We love our Shein baby. We are actually (laughs) decked out in Shein. Deck Um, the hall with Shein baby. Shein, Shein, too much. If you hear some crazy noises, we are outside. We are on a rooftop Meet me on the rooftop in hollywood. hollywood we got the views <laughs> um yeah if you hear some birds chirping some airplanes going some cars um we have an umbrella that is creaky 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 so yeah it just adds a little bit of extra flavor adding to, to that flavor ears. guys is i am anxious as freaking hell i know you okay. are anxious as hell so we are interviewing a therapist today and normally we do shrinks over zoom (laughs) today it's in person and i have the jitters too but alexis was going on and on about how nervous she was yeah so you know what i'm always on orange baby so i got you i got that whole interaction of alexis being nervous and i i have to play it i have to yeah, just she has this damn app called what the hell is it called reclip, reclip. it drives me nuts she no, always I literally gets, am addicted <laughs> she always gets the worst moments of me you know what it's hilarious let me just let me just play this for you. This was on the way here, and I think I'm gonna play it for our no, guest when he's here. No, wait, I haven't heard it yet because I just don't want to hear it. But she's like, "Let me play it on the podcast." I'm like, "Err." Analyze us. But I feel like they get in this field because they are those people. They're inquisitive. They want to know things. It's like, okay, we're good here. We're good. Like I highly I'm doubt that. When, like my palms are sweating. I'm shaking. If he's not myself. on the job, I doubt he's gonna <laughs> sit there and like analyze and judge every little thing. Like you're fine. Just awkward. Like, at why least, is it awkward? At least over Zoom, I can like cut it. We're not in person, and then of course, the one time we have a freaking that's a thing. Like, we've done he's, like, so a big therapist. We've done so many therapists. Why person. are you tripping out? We've done so many of we these. Haven't. What is the problem? We've done. We've interviewed so many therapists. What do you? What is the problem? I really? Haven't. The problem is that I'm in fucking person, and they can see every twitch I do, <laughs> and I don't. They don't like, twitch. Like I. Thank you, Julia. If only Thank you. <laughs> just don't twitch. Like I'm sorry. That's just that. like what I freaking do. Always on orange for those moments. Like oh it's the best. Like even when I get into fights with people, I pull up that damn app and I'm like, that's not what I said. This is what I said. I will say that <laughs> shit has saved me with you because you go on not I never said that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, go on your reclip thing and yeah it's it's like proved proved me wrong that i was like the jerk in the situation but there's times when i've been gaslit and i'm like oh no no, no, i'm pulling this up reclip what really happened and i'm like (laughs) okay no do not gaslight me i'm not crazy i know i'm crazy but i'm not crazy (laughs) this girl's Um, crazy as shit i'm don't i I think i'm still on orange too yeah we're still we're still going see yeah this this yeah and if you're not you careful know? how do i know in the top left corner the orange like that's shows why you up. said so you're always on orange yes 
So it's recording on here too. So you got to be careful because like you don't want to say something you don't want to say. Or maybe you do. Or maybe you want to be extra spicy and catch those super authentic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I get it. I like it. I just don't like that. You always pick up like the worst freaking moments of me. And like that is not being shared with good old Jeffy boy here. Come on. I want to share with Jeffy boy. (laughs) No, Julia. Well, when we Jeffy Boy watches like the final, ep- yeah, we have to act like we have our crap no, together. I wonder if just in general, people just psychoanalyze each other. When I do. People. Oh, I'm like, oh, I'm bad. I can psychoanalyze the shit out of someone. I never knew what it was called, or maybe that's something I'm doing because I'm not trained in it. But I feel like I do it, and I feel like I pick up on every little motion and like. Would you ever want to be a shrink? Like, if you weren't doing no. what you're doing? No. No. Would you? No, I feel like I would, I feel like I'd be too heavy. Like I would carry people's issues that they tell me every yeah. day and I would like no. bring it home with me. And I feel like it'd become a lot. I feel like it takes a certain kind of human it does. to handle that and to yeah. not let that affect them. Mentally. And I, I also, I think I would be so like particular on the clients that I see that I wouldn't make a good therapist. Like, wait, wait, wait. So I'd you would like <laughs> be very selective. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I will totally. work with you. I will not I would, work with What's the criteria have, for like, you a very, to be like, what's I the criteria know. for a client for you? If you were I, a shrink, I'm, what's I, the ideal client? <laughs> I don't now know. I want to know. I don't know. Like I thought shrinks were supposed to be non-judgmental and like accepting, but you're like, no, no, no. I want this person. I want this person. How do you not judge? Like if I say something outrageous or crazy, like how do you not judge? Well, that? I think it's like, human oh, nature shit, to judge. That right? happened, or oh shit, she did that, or whatever. I don't really know. If they're like internally judging, but their professional hat, they're like, okay, this is X, Y, and Z, but are they really judging? I'd rather them be like more real and just be like, oh shit, that happened. Or like, you know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of therapists, they're very robotic. I saw a therapist one time and she, like a few times. And I was like, (laughs) I wasn't feeling it, but I was like, okay, I got to give it some time. Right. And we would like talk and she just would like want to talk to me like we're friends. And she would ask about my social media and like think it was so cool. Like what we do. And I'm like, that's really cool. But can we talk about my problems? What am I paying you for? <laughs> there has to be like a balance, though. I agree with you because it's like you're paying to like speak your mind and tell your problems. But I also think it's nice that she was like engaging and like you kind of knew stuff about I think about I want more life. of a robotic. Like and I think I want the opinion. <laughs> Listen to my problems. Like I get it. Like we can be friendly. But like what is like your clinical professional like? Let, let, let's have a, a professional conversation. Ask, I feel like you didn't give therapy a chance. I don't know. I like want them to ask me questions and like, I, I didn't give it a chance cause I wasn't feeling it. And I think I just need to find someone. I Maybe Jeff, does Jeff want to take me? On? No, you're too much work for him. He's like, work. I'm like not trying to, I'm not trying to get into all that shit. <laughs> well, speaking of Jeff, our guest, let's go into it. We're so, so excited. Today's guest is a licensed professional counselor. He is TikTok's favorite therapist. He has millions of views on TikTok, social media, on his videos, millions of followers. His relationship advice is probably some of the best that we've heard. So let's welcome Therapy Jeff, Jeff Gunther. Hello. Yeah. Jeff is here. Jeff already hates us. We're going to have him sit in the sun. Yeah. I was going to have to sit in the hot seat. We had everything set up because we're on a rooftop. Yeah. And I'm like, he's from Portland. He'll appreciate the sun. He's like, no. He's no, like, I moved to Portland to get away from the sun. That's hysterical. So it felt like a torture. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to make you sit in the heat. No. Jeff, you so have funny. main character energy, but then also like a calm energy. It's very unique. Oh, like, thank I feel you. like I'm having a hard time reading it, and I don't like that. 
Sorry. Well, I'm you're like, not the therapist in this situation, so relax. Uh, I'm my own therapist. I just, <laughs> just kidding. But we were we were kind of nervous because therapists kind of scare us. Why do they scare you? I feel like you're just analyzing and judging everything. I like am. Our body language. That's what I'm doing. Our mannerisms. No, like, yeah, you guys are fucking crazy. But then yeah. I told you, get the vibe of crazy. <laughs> I pick it up on that vibe. You know what though? I was like, <laughs> I was like, Alexis, he's not on the clock, so I doubt he's gonna be like psychoanalyzing. But like, is that a natural thing that therapists do? Like, are you always just like noticing people's? I feel things? like yeah, it's a natural thing. It's just sort of like how our brains yeah, are working. Everyone listening and seeing this, you have all seen therapy, Jeff. He's like the cool therapist that all of us want. But just to let you down a little bit, oh, no. when I am an actual therapist, because I do, are you rolling your eyes? I at knew me? it. Yeah, I fucking knew it. I'm like, no, all right, I'm let's judging. Hear it. When I'm being a therapist, I'm not at, I'm not therapy Jeff like in session. I'm not so fucking quiet where I'm just like saying uh-huh, uh-huh and not saying anything. Yeah, that's I'm true. engaging and we're having fun unless we're talking about something really serious okay. or traumatic or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm a different, I have a different energy a when diff- I'm in session. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What zodiac sign are you, Gemini? Oh. No, I should walk out right fucking now. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Say, we say Gemini. Why <laughs> would you ever say that? Well, let me tell you why. Because you why just said you I have a different persona and a oh, you know, different oh, personality. Okay. You saved it. You I saved, saved it, it, baby. So I was <laughs> like, wait, wait, I'm going to take a guess. Yeah, think about like the opposite of a Gemini. I don't know anything about signs, but I'm going to say <laughs> a Pisces. Either. No, but I love a Pisces. What about? You're a Scorpio. No. Let's go through all Aquarius? of the... Oh, my God. God, you Cancer. are so bad at this. Aquarius and Gemini are the fucking worst. Are you I serious? dated Aquarius. Yeah, and I'm sure it didn't work out. I didn't, I didn't work mind out. him. He's just quirky. Yeah. yeah. No. I don't meet a lot of Aquariuses. I'm like a Capricorn. Favorite. I'm a Capricorn. Oh, you're a cat. Obviously. You can leave. I'm a lot of Capricorns. <laughs> just I'm a Capricorn sun and a Taurus rising and a Whoa. Virgo moon, which is three oh, earth wow. signs, which means I'm like incredibly grounded and yeah, anchored wow. and organized and stubborn, but only because I'm right about everything. You can <laughs> totally tell you are. When I'm doing like therapy, real therapy, not like TikTok mm-hmm. therapy, I'm just like this center mm-hmm. grounded thing so that like clients can kind of orbit around mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. then eventually and like, yeah, you kind of have to be how do you come up with these videos like how do you get the message across so well i mean seriously i watch them like i just learned more in that video session than like watching hour two hour long videos uh well i think a lot of therapists are pretty good at like taking complicated stuff and condensing it into like digestible little tidbits mm-hmm. Um, and so when I started like a little over two years ago, I was just like, all right, mental health is trending. I'm a therapist. I feel like I'm good at, I have like therapist one-liners. Let's see if they work on TikTok. Uh, and apparently they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that became my thing of just doing like 60 second videos or mm-hmm. less uh-huh. sometimes just being like, here's a little advice. Do what you will with it. And it was your fourth video that you posted. That's right. It was my fourth video. However, the first three videos are no longer there. So oh, now it looks not? like, oh, God, because those were not therapy Jeff videos. Okay. I was trying to do something else. I was trying to be like a really funny, dry, <laughs> witty. Uh, well, I was doing like skits. Mm. And I was like, this isn't You're it. You're like, that's not it. That's not it. And then I was like, forget it. I'm just going to not do this. And then my fourth oh. video was the one that went viral. And wow. I was like, I'm going to stick with this. I know a lot of things about you already. <laughs> like, he walked in and he was like, how the hell do you know this stuff about <laughs> me? You guys are creepy. And I'm like, I follow you, Jeff. I follow you on the daily. I have a tracker. <laughs> no. That's what it feels like. <laughs> so have you always wanted to be a therapist? No. How no. did you, you were get a teacher. into that? <laughs> 
<laughs> I was a preschool teacher for a year. Okay. Um, but before that, I was like, I'm 100% going to be a major league baseball player. Um, really? Because I played baseball throughout my whole childhood. Wow. I was very good at it. Played second base. Oh, cool. Uh, nothing got past me on the diamond. But uh, that didn't work out because I decided to be like a little more punk rock and not be an athlete. Uh <laughs> And then I went into college and I was going to do something techie and that was really boring. And then I majored in child development and I was a preschool teacher for a second. But preschool teachers, like, it wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. It was more like classroom management. Is it kind of like babysitting? It was like babysitting. Yeah, yeah you have to deal with the freaking parents. Like, wipe their luck. butts and, like, make sure they're not, they're not yeah. eating glue. Like, I'll you be know? one of those like, parents. Yeah. So. Oh, the annoying parents. Yeah. yeah. And then I went into therapy. But my okay. mom is a therapist. Oh, so I was ah. trying to kind of, like, not do it for a long time. Okay. And I was like, fuck it. Did she, like, therapy your ass growing up? We, yeah. Well, she did. And we actually, like... I, like, came up with this game as a kid where I was like, let's play therapy, which is me just, like, complaining to my mom about how horrible my sister was. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She did not fix my sister, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, and she didn't fix me either. Uh, But that was, like, my first sort of, like, foray into Mm. what therapy was like. So it sort of it runs Mm. in the family. There's other therapists in my family. Do you like being a famous content creator or do you like being a therapist more? Give, like, the real answer, Jeff. No sugarcoat. No bullshit. I mean, if you would have asked me a few months ago of, like, how much I enjoy being a content creator, it would have been a different answer. Because I was, I was loving it okay. for a long Uh-oh. time. Until just maybe the last three or four months, I've been getting, oh. like, really burnt out on it. Is it uh, just, like, pumping out the content and staying relevant? It happens. Part of it or? is pumping out the content. Uh-huh. Another part of it is... Like, and maybe you've experienced this yourself, but I like mentally I'm good, but I've Mm. never had to manage my mental health as much as I have needed to do it Mm. online because there's so many, like you can Mm -hmm. fall into these weird corners of the internet where people are just like, fuck therapy, Jeff, or this is why therapy, Jeff gives me the ick or something. Mm -hmm. It's like, and it's so Mm -hmm. hard Mm -hmm. not to read those, even though like less than 1% are haters Mm -hmm. or trolls, Mm -hmm. it's still like messes with you we get more hate than love do you interact with your trolls no we don't we respond to the nice honestly if anything we go like this we're like ha, we like your comment we don't delete the comments because they add engagement um they do they add add. so it's like keep it coming it's fine but that's such a weird thing about being a content creator is is that like you kind of want the engagement so you'll take the weird trolly comments you're going to try to ignore them but you do see them out of the corner of your eye sure do Uh, in in any other job like typically I feel like if somebody doesn't like you they just won't fucking say anything exactly Uh or maybe if somebody disagrees with you they'll like pull you aside and be like hey Mm -hmm. so this is they'll just try Mm -hmm. to kind of like let you know Mm because they see you as a whole person Mm -hmm. But online... Oh, the whole world sees it. The whole world sees all of us get made fun of. Exactly. How do you deal with it? Like, how do you deal with it? Or what can we do to deal with it? (laughs) (laughs) Help! Help! Assist out! This is turning into a session. I typically don't have to deal with it because my content is, like, like very easy to to take in and whatever. There's nothing, like, too controversial about it, usually. But if one of my videos sort of goes viral and ends up on, like, the wrong side of the internet, Mm -hmm. uh, I do want to know what those commenters are saying because they might actually have good feedback for me. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to read them. So I send in a friend, usually a friend who's a therapist, to read my comments and to let me know if there's anything that I should know. 
and to not tell me any of the horrible things about my whiny voice or my <laughs> stupid face or something like that. That's, That's pretty good. smart. So that, I'd recommend yeah. you send a friend into your comment section That's if you ever idea, like. We've actually. done that. Like there, there's been times when her or I've, I've been like, "Hey, that. it's best." Well, I've done. That. I was like, "Hey, it's best if you don't look at this." Yes. You know what I mean? I'm just giving yeah. a heads when up. When the hell have you yeah. done that? I did I that remember. one time. With that one. Guy. I did. I was. I <laughs> she's, texted she's you. Make yourself. Look I texted you and I was like, "Don't look at the comments on this one." Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're right. But it's so hard to not like if you receive that kind of text there's a part of you that like wants to read those I'm instantly comments, going there. right because what yeah. would because you me I personally sort of like want to know the worst things a person can say about mm-hmm. me I'm so fucking curious yeah. even though it feels like self-harm like I'm like deliberately mm-hmm. trying to see what people don't like about me mm-hmm. which is not a good thing to do but no. my curiosity takes over that's so interesting mm-hmm. like why oh my drink love that um <laughs> you're sitting in it now. now i'm sitting in it um whatever i tell her not to do this <laughs> i just spill my drink but the show must go on why what is it that like in our brains like i feel like it's this weird toxic thing like we want to know I mean, it's we, a negativity bias. we know it's bad but we do it anyway it's yeah. like going for the wrong person you i mean some folks think that it's like an evolutionary thing that like when we were cave people and running around with dinosaurs I can't. uh we had to make sure that we were going to like avoid all the things that could kill us and so we developed this brain that was just like look out for the bad stuff mm-hmm. and then as we continued to not live with dinosaurs i know that we actually never lived with dinosaurs this is like whenever i said this one time before and they're like therapy jeff is a fucking idiot <laughs> like he thinks Why people never dinosaurs? That. oh because people weren't even around then but you said when people were running around with dinosaurs so i just literally pictured like people in the back <laughs> to be dinosaurs. honest i blinked out i was like she's talking about dinosaurs it's because oh, of, come on, like, what's your beef with dinosaurs there's nothing wrong we're not going to cancel dinosaurs <laughs> they're already I love canceled dinosaur. jeff they're fine they're already canceled <laughs> they are canceled anyways it's a negativity bias <laughs> where our brains are just like always looking for the thing that's wrong with ourselves mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, we all do it. Good. Do you like talking about relationships? I do. I do okay, like so talking do. about... Thank I, I, God. Because <laughs> well, we have tons here, of so. shit for you. Yeah, I do like talking about relationships. I love being a therapist. I typically like being a content creator. I've just been like a little burnt out on it okay. lately. You'll but get, I'm glad I'm We all go I'm through here. phases. It's always yeah, up yeah, and down. Exactly. And then you'll get a rush of like, I want to make 100 videos. And then, you know, want to yes. pump out content. So yes. I want to talk about relationships. Let's do it. Yes. Oh, man. I have a lot of questions. These are, yeah, these are actually my own questions. I'm going to lie and say they're listener questions. It's actually a session for me. Um, She's joking. I'm joking. joking. (laughs) Jesus. Jeff's like, get me out of here. Something I struggle with. When a guy that I'm dating thinks another girl's attractive and tells me, oh, she's hot. Is that, what do you think of that? Am I crazy for thinking that, like, he shouldn't think other people are attractive. It should just be me and only me. <laughs> are you crazy for thinking that? I don't think, I don't think you're crazy for feeling that. Mm-hmm. I think that like when we're in relationship, we want to feel like we are the number one, most attractive, hottest thing that they're always thinking about. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think you're crazy. I think that's very common. However, it also is sort of, unrealistic to a certain degree you think do you think it's possible to find a guy that only wants me and only me and thinks everybody else is ugly does that (laughs) (laughs) does that happen to you like if you are dating somebody do you only want to be with that guy and you're only attracted to that guy you don't ever notice anyone else who's attractive like you just have blinders on i think in the beginning i'm like like totally honed in on them but then like when i get comfortable and the relationship isn't as exciting i definitely i think i have more of a wandering eye yeah 
and yeah, and yeah. of course, that's what happens to us all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure you're going to be able to do that. Although when I talk <laughs> about this, like on TikTok or Instagram, about how it's very normal for you to feel attracted to other people, even if you're in a good, healthy relationship, I do get a lot of commenters being like, "Not me." I I never think anyone else is more attractive. Mm, I'm only so there are people so there are people out there, Mm. and if you look hard enough, you might be able to find them. But I think it's rare. Completely normal things that don't have to be red flags, and that's one of them, right? I think that's one of them. But if you but like, I get to define what I think a red flag is, and you can totally disagree with me. You're being such a therapist right now. (laughs) I can't not be a fucking therapist. Do you want me to take a harder stance, guys? This is how. I feel, not you. Don't worry. Your feelings are just as valid as my feelings are, even though my feelings are right and yours are problematic. But I... What are some other things that are normal that, like, we would say are red flags? I'm going to go one step further, and you're going to hate this. Okay. I think it's normal and okay and not a big deal or a red flag if you're attracted to somebody else. I also don't think it's that big of a fucking deal if you have a crush on somebody else while you're in relationship. <gasps> and I'm talking about innocent crush. I'm not saying like you have a crush on somebody and you're trying to court them or sleep mm-hmm. with them okay. or leave your partner for another person. But if you go to the coffee shop and you have a little crush on the barista and nothing's ever going to happen, even if there's like a little flirtation... What the fuck ever. But at the beginning of a relationship, and I encourage you to do this, I think that you should talk to your partner and ask, like, what is cheating? Is flirting cheating? Is Mm. cuddling cheating? Is making out cheating? There's, like, we all think that there's, like, a very defined, like, line of what's cheating or Mm -hmm. what's infidelity. Um, And you should also have the, the talk of, like... Uh, if you have a crush on someone or if you're attracted to someone, do I want to hear it? Yeah. Like, should you tell me? And for you, it's probably no. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, that, I was going to ask that because I have a friend who's married and they have an agreement. Like, if you start to have a wandering eye, let's, like, check in with each other and talk about it. Right. So I probably wouldn't want to know. I'd be like, keep that to yourself. If we're watching a movie and Megan Fox is on the screen, I don't want to know. I already know what you're thinking. Keep it to yourself. Like, and that's <laughs> totally fine. Yeah. Because and I've been in both kinds of relationships mm-hmm. and it's worked out really well so let's talk about how to get the freaking relationship three questions that you ask on a first date i've never heard before and you explain these three and i was like mind blown yeah i mean first dates like i think i maybe said in the video i think that a first date the point of a first date is to figure out if you want to go on a second date Mm -hmm. it's not like will you have my babies are we going to have a life together what are you like in bed or maybe it is what's your bank account number what's your your social security number (laughs) Um, so one of my favorites though, is I'm thinking of a number between one and six and I'm going to like telepathically send it to you. What is it? I'm I'm saying three. No. Okay. My turn. What is it? Four. Yes. Oh, (laughs) don't worry. I'm not, I'm just being honest. It's because I lean towards even numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, I thought we had a connection. So that, well, apparently not. Uh, So that's like a fun, like a fun question Mm -hmm. where you can just like kind of shoot the shit, be really Uh silly. If they don't want to be playful, then that's a interesting (laughs) sign for you. They're not kind of playing with you. You know that that's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. The second question was, what was the second question? Oh, I don't remember. The third question was, what is the best thing about dating you? 
Uh, so I want yes. you to kind of like mm. tell me why it would be so fucking awesome if we were together. And you probably have like in your head, like this is my best quality. Mm-hmm. And I want you to, I'm, I'm not like asking you to like sell me on it, but what like kind of woo me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and it also kind of like displays somebody's like confidence and self-worth totally. sometimes. I like yeah. that. What the fuck is the second I don't question? know, but I let like me tell you, I am 100% using that, the number thing. It is a fun because way to it, break it the ice, I It breaks the ice. Like. Yeah. And like, yeah. so you guys did not have uh, that connection of the same number thing, but I assume. <laughs> what are you talking when, about? We did. Like, if Jeff and I had the same number, we'd be like, oh my God. You were just like, okay, anyway, so next. But if you're, if you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. I was like, yeah. But if you're on a date, it makes for like a. Fun you interaction. Can be like, oh, and that's all, so cute. And then my favorite part is after the date, one of you guys can text and be like, I'm thinking of that number today. <laughs> and that'll forever be an inside joke. Exactly. Yes. And it'll exactly. be like your so lucky number smart. that represents your relationship. Like, you're a Moving smart forward. man. The point is to just like be playful and mm. see if there's banter mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Not get too serious. Mm-hmm. Um, although I have like many videos. When I think one of my first like very, very viral videos was like Here's 12 questions to ask if you don't want to fuck around on a first date. That'd be more me. I'm like, I don't want to mess around. Like, are we going to get married? Do you remember any of them? They were like, do you want to have kids? Mm. Will you ever move from this town? Who did you vote for in the last election? Um, What is, what do you think happens when you die? Are you religious? Like, there's sort of like these that kind of tap into your core mm-hmm. values or belief systems, and a lot of people are just like, "Wow, that's a fucking horrible first date." And it very well could be if right. you just like ask those twelve <laughs> questions. Yeah. But if you don't want to fuck around, right. but also like you might actually ask those questions before you meet somebody for a first date because if you really want kids and they don't want kids then why even go or if you see they have like a different political stance or what a religious stance it's like let's you know get rid of that and not waste our time yes exactly now julia she falls in love with the potential of a partner like you say Um, (laughs) thank you (laughs) <laughs> but how how does one not do that? Like, what's your advice for not doing that? I mean, I can give my advice because I don't. But I want to hear your mine's advice. Call, she's calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> I think my approach is I don't like the guys normally. When I like someone, I don't like them. Does that even make sense? Yeah. When you are interested in somebody, it sounds like you don't want to get in touch with like how much you might like them. Correct. Like you are protecting you yourself. It. You're defending yourself. You don't want to get too attached. Yeah. 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 And so I that's that. one way to do it. To not even focus on their potential, <laughs> mm-hmm. but focus on like the bad things about them or why you're not attracted to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a little bit of an overcorrection, probably. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, what does that even mean, overcorrection? Like, if it means you're you got s- problems. <laughs> like, if you're saying, do. <laughs> so. if you're saying, you asked me, like, how do you not focus on the potential of what they could be? You sort of focus on what they're not. You focus on, like, the bad things about them so that you're not attracted to them. You might want to, like, focus on what they're giving you in the moment, like, the reality of the situation. Uh, so, it's so, like, if they. Would you be with this person forever if they never changed is the question that you might want to ask yourself because you should never expect anybody to make any positive changes uh, because then you're setting yourself up for if they don't, then you'll be pretty disappointed. I feel like 
the excitement of when I'm texting a new guy, there's like a dopamine rush, right? Mm, and I'm like, do I, I actually it. like the guy or is it just yes. that high of like yes. texting it's and like that. that thrill of the <laughs> Jeff, emoji? I think Jeff over here and, is like, getting a little around. What do I say? <laughs> yes. He just sent a heart and like, it's like, do I actually like them or is it just that dopamine? It's like, how do I not get ahead of myself there? Because that is like to my detriment and I will like fall in love and then be crushed. So. Well, I love your awareness. Oh, you, yeah. That's like half the battle is yeah. that you understand what your pattern is, yeah. right? Uh, and it is. It's the dopamine. It's the chemistry. It's the oxytocin that goes off in your brain, which is the attachment chemical. Um, as long as you're aware of that happening, then just enjoy it and try not to take it very seriously. Like you can't actually love someone until you know all the things about them, or at mm -hmm. least like most of the things about mm -hmm. them. So you have to, so when you first start dating somebody, therapists say like you're, you're in the mutual positive projection phase, which is the honeymoon stage where you're just projecting all the good things onto each other. And you're not even noticing any of the red flags. Mm -hmm. And when you get the texts and the emojis and spend time together or have sex, like all of this dopamine gets rushed into your brain. Uh, once you start to know what their imperfections are and flaws and maybe a red flag or two and you understand who they are as a whole person, mm -hmm. then you can have like real integrated love and then you can go ahead and be in love with them. Mm -hmm. But until you know who they are and like how they get stressed and what kind of support they need or why they're so fucking annoying, <laughs> then you can't like actually like love them in a real healthy, wholesome way. Yeah. So just enjoy the dopamine rush. Remind yourself that, like, you don't know who this person actually is, and you're going to find out eventually. Try to slow it down. Mm -hmm. Try to, like, not see them as much or text them as much. Is that mm -hmm. something that you can do? No. Or is that too painful? I think I get excited, and I, like, picture the future already, and it's true. It's like, I don't know this person. I feel like when you're first dating or talking, you present yourself like you're on your best behavior. Everyone's, like, on their best. Like, they're not going to show their flaws for... A while, no, right? They're not going to so show them, and you're, you're not really going to notice them unless they're, like, glaring flaws. Mm -hmm. um, you might notice them. 100%. So How shallow, would you know that I would notice it? <laughs> because you, you seem said. like you want to protect yourself. You don't want to get, like, head over heels for somebody. Do I not yeah. seem like I want to protect my... I mean, I already told you. No, I, you so. say you want to protect yourself, but it sounds like it's, like, such a powerful experience when you start to really like I somebody. I love love. It's annoying. Love, it's so love. annoying. <laughs> like, it really is annoying. I'm like, uh, that's love her thing. Love, love is great. Love is beautiful. But like, but like you say, Jeff, love uh, isn't always enough. All you need I is love. You say love. that. So don't even bark over here. I like, love, love when you quote me back to I me. Do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm quoting you back. What else? What else is like, what would you say like the top three things are besides love that are the most important in a relationship? Um... You have to be able to laugh together. So you have to have like mm -hmm. similar senses of humor. Mm -hmm. You don't have to date somebody who's funny, but as long as like you both have, you know, little inside jokes and mm -hmm. think each other are cute. Um, so same sense of humor. Um, laughing is really important. Okay. Also friendship. Like, would you be friends with this person mm -hmm. if you weren't having sex with them, if you weren't in a relationship with mm -hmm. them? Do they love you? in like the way that you want to be loved. So kind of like the five love languages sort of mm -hmm. thing. Do we know the five love oh, languages yeah. here? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we're all five. I require all, yeah. Yeah. There isn't like a main one or <laughs> no. No. You just want all of the all, love languages. All of this is why we're single. So. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? 
Yeah, what's your like favorite love language? Probably words of affirmation. Yeah, I like yeah, that one too. I want to hear it. So when I'm doing couples counseling, they're getting into a little fight and they typically go into like, I'm right and you're wrong and I'm going to prove to you that you're wrong. Totally. And somehow, I'm big, you're small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never in my like almost 20 years of counseling mm-hmm. when I've seen couples and it's hundreds and hundreds of couples get into fights in front of me and it's very fun to watch. And I see them like trying to convince the other that I'm right and you're wrong. Never has that fucking worked. Never has mm-hmm. somebody been like, you make great points. I don't know what I was <laughs> thinking. What would I do without you? Like they never so have true. ever seen said that um Mm -hmm. so i usually come in like the annoying fucking therapist i am and i say like okay would you rather be right or would you rather be connected right now and so connected would be more like let's talk about what your version of the story is let's Mm -hmm. not try to like correct her Mm -hmm. tell me what it is and i want you to like empathize with what she's feeling and then we're gonna Mm -hmm. fucking do it Mm -hmm. for you and you're Mm -hmm. just gonna be emotionally connected to what your experience was and be empathetic. You know what I've experienced? I dated this one guy and he, like our relationship, we were together for about a year and he always kept things surface and fun. And I wanted to get deep and get on that level. So I would kind of try because I knew it like would never go there. So I Googled like, a hundred deep questions to ask your partner. You know, those are fun. And I would try and he would be like, I don't want to do that. And I just felt like we couldn't get deep and it was so surface. It drove me crazy. Like, how can you get deeper with your partner if someone's struggling with that? Watch all the therapy, Jeff, videos where I say <laughs> 10 questions to ask your partner right now. <laughs> but no, that's a good way to do it. It's just kind of like Google or TikTok, whatever these questions, and then go ahead and ask them. Or let them know that like you really like them and enjoy spending time and you have lots of fun and you want to feel even more connected to them. Mm-hmm. Like you want to feel even more close and intimate So how can we do that? Like, what do you need in this relationship so that you feel like you Mm -hmm. are, like, safe enough to talk about these things or that these things are fun to talk about? Or do you want me to be really vulnerable so that you can Mm -hmm. feel more vulnerable? Basically, I would try, and I would try to be playful with it with the whole, you know, 100 questions. But he straight up was like, I don't want to do that. But I think ultimately we weren't a good match because I think he naturally is more emotionally unavailable. And I'm like, what's the meaning of life? Where do we go when we die? Let's, like, have sex and listen to sad music after. I'm that person. I think he was love that person but yeah you might are do you typically date dudes that are kind of closed off or yeah emotionally unavailable but really funny outgoing Mm. like comedian types Mm. (laughs) (laughs) not literal comedians but like yeah yeah if you're naturally magnetized to a certain type then i understand why you keep on dating the same kind of person Mm -hmm. but you're gonna probably have to like change that just a bit if you're trying to find somebody who's more deep so you might not i mean I love a comedian and I love funny people. I'm hilarious. But the <laughs> but like sometimes if you're really funny it's like a it's a wall. Absolutely. You're you're trying to like not get in mm-hmm. touch with what's going on at a yeah. deeper level. And we use like humor as a defense from trauma mm-hmm. or from talking about really hard things. Yeah. So if the funnier you are, the like that's why comedians kind of cliche like there's like some they've gone through like some hard shit Mm -hmm. because that's how they coped with it Mm. um so go ahead and try to find those like funny silly boys but try to find the (laughs) maybe a little i like how you said the funnier they are because that's like and you said the humor thing is important that's like number one for me because i have a very weird specific sense of humor and they have to get it Mm. like i've been on dates with guys and i'll like crack I don't know, I'll, like, sing in a weird voice or, like, crack a joke in a weird accent. And, like, if they get it and go along with it, I'm like, okay, he gets it. Or if they're like, oh, I'm like, ugh, take me home. Yeah. And and I don't think you need to date somebody who's boring. 
but oh, there's I love pro- boring. She likes boring, boring nerds. <laughs> I love. What, I'm like, give me that? a toxic I... guy with a six pack. That's funny. <laughs> no, I like. I'm obsessed with like people who are smart. I think that, that, that hot, to yeah. me is so hot. If you're smart. In like you're not the like hottest. I don't care. Like someone yeah. who's smart. What is that? That's a that's a thing. That's called. Uh, is it? It's a type of kink or not kink, but like is it's it a, you really? have a type of no kink. no. It's not a kink. <laughs> it's a type of like was it what sapiosexual? You're sapiosexual. Is that? I feel like one of us needs to look this up. I, we need to look up. Sa- uh-huh. I think it's sapiosexual. sapiosexual? I guess it's like I like I, I am like attracted to people that are smart. Really? I think that's really beautiful, though, because I think, I, a, yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't guarantee that's what it's called. I'm going to look it up. But I think it's something like that, yeah. Can what? you grow attraction? Like, what if this person's smart, has everything, and you just can't get there physically? Because I know looks aren't the most important thing, but I feel like they have to play a role in, like, having that physical chemistry. It's up to you. Like, it, it, I know that there's some people that where there's, like, attraction is, like, 10th on the list, mm-hmm. and there's nine things that are so much more important. Mm-hmm. Um and that's just how they roll. But I, to a certain degree, I need to be like this much attracted to my partner so that I can feel like there's a lot of good sexy mm. chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a line. And I think that we all need to be like honest with where that line is. However, it can change the longer you're in a relationship where like you can become more attracted to somebody, even if you're not initially as attracted yeah. to them. And it also changes with age. It seems like. Well, you can lose attraction too, right? Because the older you get, the older you get, the uglier the you get. That's what the thing. That's, <laughs> you got my, it. that's my fear. I was yep. I was at like a con- like a relationship like conference, and they're like, "Take a look at your husband or wife right now. Take a good look at them because they're not going to look like this forever." So it's sure. like that's what you're signing up for. It's like, what if you lose that attraction? That sounds bad, but like. Well, if by then, hopefully, you have, like, such a deep and connected relationship yeah. that, like, they're so smart and that gets you off. Or you have so many memories or you have mm-hmm. such, like, history or right. you know each other's bodies so well or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still sexiness there. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Ask me when I'm old and ugly. Exactly. Yeah. Right now you are hot. You're a star. I'm you're peaking. famous. You have yeah. So like, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Asking for your needs to be met is good communication. Or asking for like the attention when you feel neglected. I think that would be the hardest thing for me. Yeah, uh, why Why would that be hard? Mm-mm. No. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. I just, I think I like, I don't know. I have no idea. I just, when, when I... <laughs> What are you feeling right like, now in your body while we're talking about <laughs> oh my God, this? I can't it literally seems are you like uncomfortable. <laughs> I knew this is fucking gonna happen. It's a really vulnerable thing to ask for. I think that some people feel like they're being weak. If you're honest about your emotions, you could be taken advantage of. You could yeah, be manipulated. 100%. You could be hurt more <laughs> than you would. Uh, you know, like so. There's you're like allowing somebody in and they could do damage, emotional yeah. damage if they wanted to. Wow, you're good. So I get why you want to protect yourself. That makes sense. But I would encourage you to try to, you know, bump up against that a little bit. <laughs> see if you can like open up, find somebody that you feel like you could really trust. One yeah. of those smarty pants yeah. nerds yeah. out there or okay, something. Okay, we're off of this topic. We're ready to no, go No, 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 let's hang out here a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> the fact that Jeff's like, what do you feel in your body? I'm like, okay, no, we're done. <laughs> we're moving. Jeff, shut it off. I got to say, whenever a fucking therapist asks me that shit of what do you feel in your body right now, I hate it. I can't stand it. Like stresses you out more. You're like, I wasn't, but no, now I'm then feeling... I like tense up. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. No, I'm always just like nothing. I feel nothing in my body. When you ask me that, I have no idea That's what I feel true. in my body. Yeah. Like... yeah. I all of a sudden like blank. I don't know what to say anymore. So I feel That's you. interesting. That's probably what happens it. to me. I don't know. Yeah. But what's your next question, Julia? Um, so you have really good <laughs> advice on 
getting over a breakup, if you're going through a breakup or how to detach from somebody, um, what are some, some tips? Well, how, how do you feel about breakup sex? Cause I was talking to another, a fellow Ooh. therapist, a sex therapist. Uh-huh. We were doing like an Instagram live and one of her controversial takes is like, do breakup sex, plan for breakup mm. sex. It's, it's healing. Mm. You can be deliberate about this is our last sex. So let's mm. make it a good one. It's sort of a goodbye sex. Or we're going to do breakup sex for like a month, which means we're not going to sleep with anyone else except for each other. And then it's done at the mm. end of the month. Um, yeah, you're making faces over That's there. In- I've <laughs> never that. really like, no. thought of it that way. Well, I, if I'm, I'm not... the one breaking up with them, then f- hell yeah, let's just oh, do it. They're breaking up man. with me. No. Mm. What do you think? I know because I no. would just stay attached. Like the one time That's I did risk. it was yeah. when this guy was breaking up with me, and I did breakup sex to try to convince him not to break up. I thought that I, my sure. body was so powerful that I would keep that hold over. <laughs> the then vagina was just hidden. Afterwards, he's like, "Was that a bad idea?" I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Ugh. So I think for me, because I do get attached, and I like see sex as so much more. I think for right. me, I know myself. It's just nope. I got to cut off. But what I do when I get like go through breakups is I find someone new to sleep with because in my head i'm like i don't want them to be the last person i was with and it's kind of my way to like get back at them i know i'm so toxic but that's my way of being like f you I've well are, are you telling them are you telling your ex that you just fucked somebody no else? it's just like, like for myself okay well then whatever <laughs> then just do it yeah, it's, it's, it's like, yeah it's the it's the cliche hold on we're not moving away from this quite yet <laughs> i like this topic <laughs> i think it's okay to sleep with somebody soon after a breakup as long as you're aware of like what's going on for you you Mm -hmm. know why you're doing it um you're gonna try your very best not to get attached to this new person Mm -hmm. and know that like that could possibly happen because you're in like a vulnerable place Mm -hmm. i would want you to also communicate to the person that you're fucking that you just got out of a relationship and that you're just here to have fun and that we're not here to have a full-on relationship maybe someday in the future but right now probably isn't the best time to do that uh but still but having breakup sex or having sex right afterwards those are very personal choices that you all can make on your own and i'm not like saying that you should or shouldn't do that Mm -hmm. uh however i think that you might want to take some time to like maybe just sort of like block the person a little bit or mute them on Mm -hmm. social media um don't talk to them for a, like, a specific amount of time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like that weird, like, will we, won't we get back together or something. Uh, whenever, you're, whenever you see them, your brain gets like triggered into like all the emotions Ugh, and yeah. might want to go back to them because that feels like the stable thing that you're in before. I also recommend Ooh. that the next time you're in a relationship and you decide to define the relationship... And you're feeling really excited because now you're all on the same level and you're only dating each other. Mm-hmm. The next question that you should ask after you define the relationship is how do you want me to break up with you? Oh, that's good. Which is like feels weird because you just decided to be together, but you're riding high because you're together. You can now have this conversation and you feel like we're never going to break up. So it's like easier to actually have it. And if the relationship ends, which it most likely will, because all fucking relationships end. (laughs) uh, That gives me a lot of hope. (laughs) I mean, maybe it doesn't, but like someone's going to die and then the relationship ends. That's true. Um, I would like to know what my like, how you would prefer me to break Mm -hmm. up with you. And I want you to know how I like, I want you to text me first, even if we've been together for three years, text me, letting me know that you want to break up with me so that I can say, cool. 
let's keep texting about it or get on the phone or get on FaceTime or meet me in person. Like, I want to consent to the type Mm -hmm. of breakup Mm -hmm. that I'm going to have. I want you to do it on a Thursday or Friday. (laughs) So I have the weekend to recover. I want you to do it during the evening. I don't want you to. This is some healthy shit right here. I have a whole long list of how I want you to break up with me. That being said, you don't have to follow that list. Like, mm-hmm. this is just my preference. So if you yeah. don't know what to do, here's a blueprint. With I was laughing when you were talking about the breakup yeah. sex. Because you remember with um, Scott? Yeah. What I did? I had a, um, back in Nashville, we lived in a house. We had a guy roommate. And he would kind of come in and out because he had an Airbnb and he whatever. And we were, like, really good friends. It was, like, a brother and sister dynamic. And... My boyfriend broke up with me and I was so devastated. So I was like in my pajamas all day, crying, disgusting. So Scott came home and I was like, I'm going to have sex with Scott. <laughs> and guess who was there encouraging? <laughs> so she goes, and I didn't know how to go and about it because it Scott was like cute. There was always like a weird flirtation, but it never sure. crossed that because we lived together. And I was like, Alexis, I need to hook up with Scott because I, that will help me get over Matt. I know myself. Okay. And I made that shit so happen. She went up to, didn't you go up to him? Correct. What'd you say? What did you say? I literally said, Julia's so heartbroken. She wants to sleep with someone else. I was like, Scott, you're the guy. (laughs) And he's just like, are you serious? I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, come on. And he's just like, well, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. This is fucking happening. So I went and I took a shower. (laughs) Took the shower. I'm hearing the whole thing. Like, And and it happened. But I will say, when you cross that line with a friend, it forever became kind of creepy with him. I feel like he... What do you expect? Because before that, it was cool. It was like a brother and sister roommate thing. But Mm -hmm. after that, I think he felt like he could be kind of creeper towards me. And it, like, ruined our friendship. But anyway, that was... My rebound. Can we ask you more sex questions? Ask all the sex oh, questions. Let me, yeah, you I know. I go. So, said so much shit. Hold, let me, let me <laughs> speak. Oh. I'm like, okay, you go on on about your stories. It's a fucking energy drink. Okay. Um, okay, this is mine for me. Uh-huh. Feeling guilty when your partner spends a long time going down on you. Yes. So, like I said in that video, like... I would recommend everybody mm-hmm. ask their partner to go down on them for as long as they possibly can. So then you can like gauge like they can do it for 15 minutes or 35 minutes or a whole hour. So that you're not like watching the clock so that you know that like it's no big deal. Do people actually think about like how long? Like are they <laughs> down there so long? I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh my gosh, honest. it's been 10 minutes. Come That's, on. It's a very common. Is it really? That video went viral. Because that was, I, know, just, like, I know it did. But I, like yeah. when I saw that, like for me, because I think that thought has crossed my mind. But I was like, if I felt it was going there, I'll just playfully be like your turn or like I want you. Oh, but why me. stop like, them? Why would you stop them if they're having a good time? Is it because you're worried that they're like working too hard? Let them work hard. Hard. Maybe they want to. They might be like getting off on it. It's fun to go down That's on true. somebody. Some people yeah. might. It's like it might be their but, thing. Yeah. And you can also say like, "Let me know," or just stop when you want to stop, and we can like. But switch. then I get offended if they. St- I'm like, why they stop? <laughs> <laughs> why did they stop? Don't don't do this. They didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> ask them. You should ask them because oftentimes, like, we stop because we think the other person wants us to stop. Or we think we've been doing something for too long and we should switch it up. How do you tell someone like it's not working? I feel like the place you should start, instead of saying this isn't working, you should say this is what does work. So Mm -hmm. let them know like the moves that they're doing that feel good. Let them know how to like, you know, speed up or slow down or focus on a specific area. Mm -hmm. So first with like anything sexual, instead of being like, 
you do it so fucking soft, I can't stand it. You should be like, I love to get pounded. Like, do it so fucking hard. Oh, you tell I them, like, like what you do like instead uh-huh. of what you don't like. Mm. And then that kind of, like, builds kinda, them up. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel like a lot of guys need to hear that. They think. Yeah, but if, like they're, a, if yeah. they're doing something that you don't like or that's not working for you, then you can be like, oh, I, you're so fucking hot. I need to make out with you. Like, you can let them know, like, this is the next hot thing that we're going to do because I'm so That's a good idea. Like, bring the positive to it. Yeah, so we're focusing on positive because it's so easy to, like, hurt somebody's feelings in bed. Well, it's such a vulnerable thing. Like, it's it's so hurtful. Like, one wrong, like, so I like the positive thing. What happens at night for, like, for someone like... I know. I love the start of these questions. (laughs) What happens at night? I'm really happy at night. What happens at night? Because like this is. What if you don't feel? Like yeah. (laughs) I'm not used to these feeling conversations, so I'm really trying. See, I love it. I'm like, let's get. We know. We fucking know you do. We can tell. But no, I'm really trying. But like, I could tell. At night, for people like I guess myself, that's when I feel like. All the thoughts, the ruminating, everything just like happens. It's the worst, yes. yes. And I obviously I'm, I'm about to say like why, but I, I think everyone knows why because it's like the calm time. There's no distractions, but like there you go. I you answered you your answer question. Your question. No, you I are know, therapy, Jeff. I know. Now. I, Take my I know, job. I know, it's but all like, you. how do we not do that? How do you fall asleep? What's your bedtime routine? Like, TikTok? oh, Jeff, you don't want to know. I go to bed at like three or four. Cool. And she listens to voodoo music sometimes. So you or listen to music. Do you watch like? Oh, I watch TV. I watch yeah. YouTube until literally my eyes are like this. I'm not gonna judge that. I think we've all been. Oh there. no, judge! You are judging. Yeah, your whole body language has changed. The thing now is, you're getting up. Like, what's happening? What am I? <laughs> I'm not too different than you, but I'm lucky because like once I turn on like my Netflix on my iPad in my bed. It takes me like three minutes just to like zonk out. But I do fall asleep to like distraction. So it's not uncommon Mm -hmm. for people to do that. However, you and I probably should work on our sleep hygiene. And I know where you like come up with a, (laughs) you really don't like that. that You're rolling. It takes a lot of discipline. (laughs) I just don't. You have to practice being in the silence Mm -hmm. is what it comes down to. (sighs) You have to like tolerate feeling uncomfortable until it feels not as uncomfortable. Say you meet someone, you're unsure if they like you or not. I've made up a hundred million stories of like why they don't like me, what they were thinking. What the hell is that? And why is it happening? Yeah. I mean, what does that do for you is kind of the question. Like, how does that serve you is like the therapist way to say it. Like, why would you think of all these negative things? Like, it seems like maybe you would think of all these negative things because you don't want to get attached. You don't want to get too connected. You don't want to, like, fall for somebody that feels too vulnerable. You hate vulnerability, right? Um, However... In the end, it doesn't seem like it is actually serving you because it's creating anxiety. It's creating Mm self-doubt. You're ruminating on it. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't actually working. So, like, if you could tell yourself, like, okay, or first become aware of what you're doing. I'm coming up with all these fucking bullshit stories that are not based on anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just coming up with them. And what is this doing for me? Well, it's kind of like making me feel anxious. It's making me feel overwhelmed. It's keeping me up at night. Mm -hmm. So instead, I'm going to either try to like tell different stories or focus on something else Mm. or be in the silence, although that's very hard to do. Um, Or I'm going to like call a friend or Mm. journal or what the fuck, or play like lots of times, like I'll do like a puzzle or math game on my phone. That's cute. It's very cute. That's cute. Super adorable. The thing is, is that, (laughs) there you go. Um, 
If you're doing math or puzzles, mm-hmm. then you're connected to a part of your brain that isn't emotional. Like oh. you can't be emotional and dramatic while you're like doing crosswords. Maybe I need to do that thing. No, I'm always in my feels. So get in touch with a different part of your brain, like like the frontal lobe, the sort of logical, Uh analytical, Uh problem solving kind Uh of part of your brain. Like do fucking word problems or whatever, I really or like, like that. slightly yeah. complicated like fractions, that. whatever it is. Like yeah. no math, no math. Jeff. <laughs> but the math, like yeah, math is hard, that. and that's I'm why down it works. Math, so I want to, I want to get better at math. I'm terrible at You're it, down but with I would, math. like, should I get like a first grade workbook and just like brush up, just to get that side of my brain? Brush up, yeah. Brush up, totally. man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last question for you. What is your best relationship advice? That I know you've done. You already said so much, but like your number one, your top, your go to. My number one relationship advice, I would say let your partner off the hook. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm. I think that we're like always scanning for ways we're going to get fucked over or this isn't working or um, they've done something to hurt you and they probably meant it. Or even if they didn't mean it, they're assholes for it or Mm. something. Um, I think a lot of times with our like really good friends, we give them the benefit of the doubt Mm. of like, they love us. They care about us. They're acting like a fucking turd. Mm -hmm. Who gives a shit? Like, this is a good, strong connection. We don't do that enough with our partners. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's tricky because it's a little like understand that their intention is good and that they love you and they care about you and Mm -hmm. try not to make too big of a deal about it. However, intention, there's a difference between like intention and impact. You could have a good intention, but the impact of their behavior is hurtful. Mm -hmm. So you still have to like take accountability for that. But when it comes down to it, yeah, remember that you love your person. And it's, it's, it's usually something that I say like in couples counseling a lot. Cause like you're, I'm right. You're wrong. You're a Mm -hmm. fucking asshole. Yada, yada. (laughs) It's like, remember that you fucking love each other. Remember that that you're here because you want to heal this relationship. Mm. And if you can have that intention, typically it's a happy, healthy relationship. I love that. Jeff's going to leave us with that beautiful advice. This has been, where can people find you? I'm sure they already have found you, but like give us the whole spiel. You can just go to Therapy Jeff on TikTok or Instagram or therapyjeff.com. Look me up. Google me. I'm going to have a new podcast coming out in the new year. So keep an eye out for that. Amazing. And we'll link everything in the show notes for everyone to hear. And thank you so much, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.